It was the most challenging Olympics ever. They have closed, and I've got to tell you, on and off the field, the track Australia star. Joining us is AOC Chief Executive Officer Matt Carroll. Matt, welcome. Is it pride or a sigh of relief? <laughs> no, pride, pride. I mean, um, when the Games were postponed last year, we always knew it was going to be a challenge. The athletes have met their challenge. We, in the background and in the back office, had to meet our challenges and to get them there. And we're getting them home now uh, safe and sound, and uh, what a great team they are. Yeah, let's start with the athletes. 17 gold, a lot of PBs, a lot of medals. Our week will best with 04. Just amazing. Well, it is, and it's 46 medals, but across 15 sports and 20 disciplines. Yeah. So it's fantastic. So the, you know, the, our traditional strength there in, in swimming and sailing, but then, of course, you know, the new sports. We did well with a bronze with Owen Wright surfing and Keegan Palmer, the young fella, and skateboard yeah. and the BMX freestyle. So that was great. Gee, we're bound by sea, aren't we? We like the water sports, Matt. <laughs> Canoes, <laughs> sailing. Oh, yeah. Silver and hockey. Yeah, well, there you come go. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got a, you know, a silver and uh, equestrian. It was yes. um, someone about just only a year or two older than me. So it oh, was pretty just good. Amazing. And to think not one athlete caught COVID. I mean, I must admit, and I had you on a number of times, I was a pessimist. I thought, gee, Tokyo's still in a COVID pandemic. Can they be able to hub up? Are you going to be able to isolate up? Are everyone going to do the right thing? We've got a massive team there when you add up our athletes, you know, the officials and the coaches. Are you surprised? Look, no, because the Japanese, I mean, I worked there for two years. They are very thorough. Some might call it a bit over the top. But they, okay. when they set a task, they, they get there. And if any country in the world could have hosted the Olympic Games, and probably is the only country in the world who could have done it, had the resilience, the strength, the will to do it. And we don't, we owe the uh, Japanese government, the organised community, the Japanese people a great deal of thanks for getting the Games on because it's brought a, not just joy to Australians, but joy to people all around the world. Oh, there's no question about that. And maybe the world needed that. They've been dubbed the crying games. Now, I must admit, on air, this happened on air. I was quite besotted by Jess Fox after losing the kayak and then winning the canoe. She's the same age as my daughter. So I choked pretty much because of that. So I've admitted mine. Did you have a little cry anywhere, Matt? I think they're a great moment. So, you know, yeah. even our high jumper. And then the, the boxer, Guy Nicholson. Yes. You know, when she didn't, okay, she didn't make it. But I think, I still think, you know, I mean, there are some great moments across it. But certainly Cedric Dubler urging on Ashley Maloney in the uh, decathlon. I think that was something very special. And the other thing with this, the and, and again, I'll mention the officials and the coaches and athletes all as one. They've got to come back and isolate. There's been a, a lot of sacrifice by a lot of people, Matt, to make this be successful. Well, there has. I mean, and you know, even the lead up over the last year into the games, they've been traveling overseas. Jess Fox, I think, was um, quarantined twice, making sure she was getting the qualification events overseas and back again. But you know, that they knew what it was and they were focused on it. The fact there were no crowds there, the athletes have said, no, it looks mm. fine. But they are missing the hug. You know, when, when, yes. when you do well, the family hug or friends and so forth. But we put on a really good quarantine program for the 14 days of there, obviously looking after health and well-being being a priority. Yeah. As I said at the start, it's unprecedented. A lot of things had to change. What takeouts do you think we could roll into Paris? Because I loved seeing Joe Ingalls present Paddy Mills, his bronze, and athletes were putting medals around their competitors' necks, Matt. I loved that part of it. Yeah, it's because they, you know, there's no contact from the officials, yes. medal presenters. And, it, and I, I think it sort of started in the swimming, and okay. uh, every, everyone had picked out. Uh, I, think, I agree. I thought it was very special whether 
Well, it's up to the IOC whether they continue that one. One thing that which has worked well um, and has really built this team was uh, the bonding that the team came together when they're in Tokyo. We put a lot of effort into ensuring we had a performance environment. We, we'll get into that before COVID. But um, obviously with COVID and the requirements for the athletes to stay within the police, um, there are a few there are some learnings of what... Yeah. Australian Olympic Committee, take a bow. You're the Chief Executive, Matt, to all our athletes, the officials and coaches. With us back here, a lot of the, the country was in ISO in lockdown. The timing was just impeccable. I can't remember the last time I watched so many hours of the Olympics. It was it was outstanding, and as I said, they did us all proud. Thanks for your time, and congratulations to your team. Thanks very much, Rami, and uh, thank you for the Australians who have been uh, barracking and cheering on and all the good thoughts to the athletes while they've been all Yeah, fantastic. Matt Carroll, our guest. Yeah.